0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the June 16, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Please share this podcast with others. I need to get the viewership up. Quick hitters, in an attempt to slow inflation, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by 0.5% after two smaller increases earlier this year. 0.75% is the biggest one-time increase in years. And the stock market liked it as the Dow climbed 300 points. Seems now we all agree that inflation sucks. The Michigan baby food plant that recently restarted had to close due to flooding. It may be closed for several weeks. Dr. Fauci has COVID, I think for the second time. I wish him well. Also, I will finance his retirement party if the 81-year-old is ready. Biden tells refiners to refine more oil and diesel and tells drillers to drill more, while his climate czar, the intellectually challenged John Kerry, says we absolutely do not need to drill for more oil and gas. President Biden will travel to Saudi Arabia in July to make nice and ask for more oil. In Texas, a Republican beat a Democrat in a special House election. In 2020, President Biden carried that district by 4%, and the incumbent won by over 13%. The Republican just won by over 7%. Quite a swing. Why do I share this? 85% of the district are Hispanic, and a Republican has not won the district since around the time that Ulysses S. Grant was president. Moving on. Our healthcare system is amazing. I have a rib back issue and have been seeing a chiropractor. Yesterday, around 10.45 a.m., I asked my chiropractor if it was time for an x-ray. Couldn't hurt, and it might show us something, he answered, and wrote the order. At 11, I was at registration. 11.05, I checked in at the x-ray office. 11.13, the x-ray technician collected me, and I was done by 11.30. My results came in the same day, first at 1 p.m. and more at 3 p.m., after the radiologist had read them. Seriously, this is unbelievable. I have a very high deductible plan and have not met my deductible, but based on past experience, I'm guessing the cost will be okay. I just thought I'd share this. Let's continue with some good news. Bill Bennett, former education czar, is quoted extensively in the leaked Fox News story by Maureen Mackey. He starts by saying there is a huge correlation between the ability to read by the third grade and future success in life. Makes sense to me. Instead of talking about the failures of the education system, which he can, he talks about an elementary school in Montgomery, Alabama that has a great can-do spirit. The school has increased second grade reading proficiency from 18% to 48% and then to 62% over the last three years. The Montgomery-wide averages were 50% and statewide 35%. The principal associates the improvement to their culture and to a computer program called Elmira that listens to the kids read, diagnoses their current reading status and tailors the approach to help them read better. I'm buying Elmira works, but who knows? What I really like is the school is focused on a foundational key element that will lead to long-term success. If you can read to some extent, you can teach yourself. One of my favorite expressions is that mediocrity kicks ass. I made it up, so that might be one reason I love it. I get tired of hearing about excellence when we are effing up all over the place. Teaching kids to read is mediocrity, and we should kick ass at it. One of the stories from my family is that when my grandmother Pierce was a first grade teacher raising two kids on her own because her husband had died, she would have students struggling with reading over to her house on Saturday mornings for extra work. My mother said Grammy Pierce would not have a child leave her classroom and unable to read. I'm not saying Grammy Pierce was the best ever. She was great to me, but she had a few issues, got a few things wrong. For example, when she heard about gin coolers, instead of serving wine and ginger ale to the ladies, she served wine and gin. But that lady taught her kids to read. Ukraine just isn't at the forefront in the news anymore, is it? Not with me. I feel it should be, but I just can't do it every day. I keep thinking they should deal, but can't trust Putin not to just pause, take his spoils, and then start this crap over again in a few years. As a kid, we used to go on week-long canoe trips. You really appreciate direction when you are canoeing. Canoeing downstream or with the wind on a lake is easy. Take a break and you're still going in the right direction at two or three miles an hour. Heading upstream, you aren't making much progress. And if you take a break, you lose ground. Some issues seem like canoeing downstream. It's just easier to go with the flow. The Saudi Arabia funded LIV golfing controversy is one of those. I was going with the flow and thinking those greedy golfers. The Saudis paid a lot of money to get some named golfers, many past their prime, to play in eight golf tournaments this year. One in England, five in the United States, one in Thailand, and one in Saudi Arabia. How dare they? Because the Saudis do not have a good human rights record, and therefore it seems the narrative is telling me I should be troubled by the golfers who are taking the money to play in these tournaments. A lot of money. According to the linked article from the Guardian, Saudi Arabia has a large deal with the Spanish Football Association, are paying $33 million to host a snooker tournament, $100 million was paid for a boxing tournament, $650 million was paid for a 10-year deal with Formula One, etc. Why do I suddenly have to be bothered with what the golfers are doing? Why is that one step too far? I also wonder if, like a cornerback in the NFL, sometimes it is best to have a bad memory. The leadership of Saudi Arabia is not going anywhere. We either deal with them or we don't. If they are trying to use money and sports to improve their image, maybe they have also decided to dial back their bad actions. Might it be time to welcome them rather than attack? My suggestion, technically a question, is not for the purist. The purist would rightfully say, hell no, we can't deal with them. The world is a tough place for purists. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know. Seriously, please share with five folks.